0: hello fabulous friends fans and superstars welcome to this week's horoscope now i am on a very brief sabbatical for just a few weeks and i've asked a friend to fill in for me for the horoscope this week and i hope that you will give them a warm welcome now superstar horoscopes were pre-recorded and you can get all signs extended horoscopes whereas those just three dollars a month would choose your membership rate now if even three dollars feels like a hardship use the contact form on my website. Links are in the description below and my team will make sure that you are hooked up while I am away. SynchronicityUniversity.com, that is the place where we are having incredible upcoming programs that right now are choose your tuition rate. As low as just $5 a class, you can see these superstar astrologers are coming to Synchronicity University. I'm so excited to learn from them and incredible classes are happening right now as well at SynchronicityUniversity.com. Links are in the description below. And thank you. Thank you for your patience, your grace, your trust, all of it. I look forward to seeing you guys again real soon. It'll be a great week. Enjoy.
1: What's good, everyone? It is me, your Cosmic Homegirl, and I am here to do a weekly forecast for the week of September 11th through the 17th of 2022 here on Miss Nadia Shah's channel. I am so freaking delighted to be here with you guys um, once again on Nadia's channel. Shout out to Nadia, man. She's just, she's a bomb. (laughs) But anyway, she invited me to take over for her Um, For this week's forecast, um, September 11th through the 17th, while she is away on a retreat. So thank you guys for allowing me to be in her space, you know, and delivering the cosmic weather to you guys. So my name is April, but aka Cosmic Homegirl, and you guys can find me on Instagram under at Cosmic Homegirl or on YouTube under Cosmic Homegirl. Also on Patreon, I've got some good stuff on there for my Patreon patrons if you guys keep up with me on there. Patreon.com slash cosmichomegirl and my website is indigo moonastrology.com. I am an intuitive astrologer. I also read tarot. And numerology and anything within divination is my jam. Okay, so let's go ahead and dive into this forecast for this week. So I am gonna go over just generally what's going on for all of us, you know, what the the vibes and the energy are like. But I'm gonna give a very brief horoscope on each of your signs to let you know how this week is going to affect you. And um, please have patience with my voice and uh sounding a little bleh um there's a mercury neptune opposition as i'm filming this that can dissolve your vitality and uh, unfortunately your immunity um can go down and i am under the weather um under that thing that shall not be named but it makes you have to be quarantined okay so um thank you so much for your patience you guys Uh, let's go ahead and and talk about it. Like what's going on? So we do have Mercury starting to pick up his retrograde speed. Okay. It started last week on September 9th, but this week he's really kicking up his retrograde dust. All right. He's causing some, you know, some stuff in our lives. Um, this is when we can see it in full effect, <laughs> okay? So all of the regular Mercury retrograde pro- precautions, they should be definitely taken into consideration um, this week, still, you know what I mean? Which means you want to slow down with communication, with travel, with sending messages, okay, sending DMs, uh, you know, any type of communication with people, make sure you double check your vehicles, Um, transportation, if you go by public transportation, you want to leave earlier, leave earlier, however you get around, (laughs) honestly, because Mercury, he's up to his tricks, okay, and this week is is definitely included in that, Um, now, we do have Mercury opposing Jupiter this week. So Mercury is in Libra, early degrees of Libra. Jupiter is retrograde as well. Now, what's crazy is Mercury and Jupiter, they both are planets to rule the mind, right? Mental activity, how our minds work. I would say I call Mercury the front of the mind, you know, and the the short-term mind, the short-term memory. Um just picking up little bits and pieces of data and information like Mercury's like reading a magazine or reading an article or skimming through a blog, right? And Jupiter is like a wealth of info. He's like um reading like a a big book, like a thick book. you know what I mean? Um, going to the library and really sitting there for hours digging in, researching that's more Jupiter. So these two planets rule our minds in some form or fashion, and they are opposing each other. Dun, dun, dun. So not only is Mercury retro, but the opposition to Jupiter, Jupiter also rules travel. So definitely want to keep up with your vehicles this week, you guys, if you are people who drive. Um, I have seen and experienced uh, negative Jupiter aspects bring vehicle issues, okay, out of nowhere. So you guys want to make sure that you're keeping up with, with all of that. Um, also Mercury and Jupiter opposing each other. Now I see this as Mercury looking at Jupiter and Jupiter is very idealistic. So it's like, we may be looking at things in an idealistic manner, but because both are retrograde, those, uh, the idealistic way in which we're seeing things may be false. And maybe we're not. Uh, fact checking like we should be you know so you definitely want to make sure you stay on it with checking the facts of information that's being fed to you whether that is personally whether that's in your news feed or social media feed whatever and make sure that you okay you are being factual with what you are saying you're fact checking you're making sure that, that you have accuracy in what you say because listen we are still in the sun in Virgo season this week. And you know, Virgo energy will check you on some facts if you are wrong, <laughs> okay? And not always be the nicest about it. Mercury, Jupiter, opposition. Make sure that you are looking before you leap because this is Jupiter and Aries. Aries, you know, Aries energy is very, no worries, YOLO, you know what I'm saying? When Jupiter is there, Jupiter's like that already, and it's in a fire sign. This is like, eh. wait, you guys can't see. Eh. <laughs> That's Jupiter and Aries and Mercury opposing that. We could be like, yeah, yeah. You know what? I think I'm just gonna go for this. And I well, check what? Like, I don't need to do that. Why? Let, let's just. I believe fully, wholeheartedly that this thing is gonna work out. That this person is telling me the truth or whatever. So. You want to make sure that you are still checking if you have a parachute on before you are jumping into conclusions, into decisions, anything like that with this aspect happening this week, okay? Now, what this could be good for, because I'm a seventh houser. I try to see both sides, the good and the bad, you know, with whatever aspect it is. I don't care if it's a square, an opposition, a conjunction. It is harsh, I try to see the good and the bad. What can this energy be used for, for good? Mercury and Jupiter opposition, dream big. Think big when it comes to your goals. Have you guys seen that like a meme or it's like a video going around of this this older gentleman and he's got like a bandana tied around his head and he's like, think big. (laughs) that's mercury and jupiter right there that's him all day so of course it could be great with coming up with super crazy dope like big ideas for things you know your imagination can be so on fire this week because of this aspect the mercury jupiter opposition but also because we have a sun and Neptune opposition popping at the same time. We have the sun and Neptune opposing each other in opposite signs, obviously, right? So we have the sun in Virgo. Virgo is, uh, I hate to keep repeating it like a broken record, but just the facts, just the facts. Only the straight up hardcore facts that are proven right in front of you. They are manifested in front of you, physically, tangibly, you know, there's all the evidence right there. That's Virgo. Then we have Neptune in Pisces, which is the total opposite. It's like, I just know. And therefore I flow and act and react based on my feeling and just knowing based on my feelings. Right. So they're opposing each other in the sky. So of course we're going to have a lot of people who are questioning the truth this week in one way or another, in one area of life or the other. And I will go over each sign, you know what I'm saying, to see where this could be happening for you. So, Sun and Neptune opposition, and the Mercury-Jupiter opposition, you guys, this may not be the best week for, let's say, um, purchasing things from individuals, or hey, maybe even businesses, you know, who may seem a little shaky, okay? To where um, if your purchase doesn't go right, you don't really have a warranty or backup in order to say, hey, uh, this is faulty. I need to return it. I need my money back. I need a refund. This is not the week for Craigslist for, what's the other one Um, that everybody kind of BS's on (laughs) with sales? Craigslist and uh, offer up, offer up. You know, it is probably not the best week for that. Um, because unfortunately, especially when we have another mutable energy negatively aspecting Neptune in its home sign, which is mutable as well, this can lead to some form of deception, whether it's intentional or intentional or not. Maybe it's unintentional, maybe it's just that someone failed, you know, this is once again, another energy about that can cause leaving out the details. So maybe someone leaves out some important details when they sell you something and they're like, Oh snap. Yeah. I forgot to tell you. Um, there's like a wire loose inside of this laptop and, uh, it's going to take a professional that's going to charge you an arm and a leg to get in there and put it back together. But, um, my bad, (laughs) I mean, what, what do you, what else do you want me to do? Toodles, you know, Um, or you could buy a vehicle, buy a car or something, (coughs) excuse me. And same thing, it ends up being a lemon. You were just so idealizing the situation. Um, This is not the best week to, I would say, to to begin some new things, Um, maybe begin new relationships. Maybe not the best because you may be seeing them in a more Idealistic light, you know, with Jupiter being opposed and Neptune being opposed, we might be like, like, this person is is such my dream person. And then once those aspects fade, who are you left with? (laughs) You know, you might be, "Mm, let me not go there. You know what I mean? Um, But no, these aspects, they make me think of actually, there's an Ariana Grande song. I love Ari. She's a fellow Venus and Taurus like me. I love her. But there's a song she has called R.E.M. You're such a dream to me. I would sing it for you guys, but yo, the Rona, she got me. She got my voice. (laughs) But anyway, um, that song, and also Ariana Grande has a good song called um, It Was All In My Head or something like that. Um, In My Head, where she talks about being kind of bamboozled. And swindled, like, I thought you were this super cool guy. And, you know, I guess I was I was just, like, foolish to think that you were this person. You know what I mean? So reality checks can happen after, the, after this week if we're not careful enough with um, decisions that we're making with anything or anyone. Now, what can the sun and Neptune opposition be used for that's actually good? So this is oh my god such creative energy sun and neptune opposition creative energy it's intuitive energy it's um really good for connecting with the other side which neptune rules okay neptune rules spirit spirituality you know <clears throat> our loved ones on the other side angels um the divine what whom or whatever you believe in and what whatever you label them as, Neptune rules that, rules your connection to them. So the Sun is opposing Neptune, but still it's communicating with Neptune. It's still shining a light from a distance towards Neptune and bringing Neptune's energy to us. So you know it's it's good to tap in by uh escaping through music. Through water. That could be taking a really nice long shower or one of those beautiful baths. You get your little bath bombs, you get some candles going, you get some rose petals the whole night, you know, and you're just chilling in there for hours watching TV, movies, reading, escapism, but in healthy forms, because this is Virgo, where the sun is at, which generally speaking likes to promote good health, right? Um Mixed with Neptune and Pisces, which is escapism. So I would say healthy escapism. If you can take a trip, but watch out with that Mercury-Jupiter opposition though. Make sure you have your oil change, your brakes, your tires, all of that, okay? (laughs) In order, if you do go this route. Um, You need to, yeah, you can take a trip. Like it can even be a short local trip. Just whatever healthy way you have to escape reality the sun and Neptune opposition can definitely be good for tapping in to losing yourself in music. OMG, as a Neptunian myself, that's what I I really try to do during those transits instead of going the unhealthy way. You know what I mean? So taking even like a drive, like a long drive, just listening to music, make sure you're paying attention. I, because the Mercury, Jupiter opposition, other people may be driving stupid. So be careful. But Healthy, safe escapism. Yes, that is what this energy is, is actually good for. Lastly, before I get into the signs, what else? What else is energetically affecting us in this week? So we also have Venus square Mars. OMG. <laughs> Venus square Mars. Wow. Um, we get this aspect, you know, like a couple times a year. Um, Venus, she moves through the signs, usually through the whole zodiac within 12 months. On average, if she doesn't, <coughs> excuse me, if she's not going retrograde, right? But um, Venus square Mars. Okay. So we all know Venus, she rules lovely teens, right? Lovely feminine teens. And, you know, whether you are a um, biological woman or you somehow categorize yourself as a woman and you identify as feminine, right? That's what Venus rules. Mars is the opposite. It's all things and um beings masculine. So they're squaring off. They're like they're butting heads. They're throwing blows at each other, you know? They're not getting along very well. So I would say the warning for this energy would be um there could be a clash of opinions of feelings of pretty much anything between masculine and feminine beings. Now, That doesn't mean that every couple is going to be, you know, scrapping and fighting. Okay, this doesn't mean that you, whatever you identify as, whichever energy you're more on the side of, you're going to be fighting with the opposite side, you know, every day is just going to be an all-out war or anything like that. No, there can just be some tension, some frustration that may cause things like some sort of discussions to come up about feminine and masculine roles. You know, I have seen that happen. There was a Venus Mars square a few years ago, and I saw the evidence of it in this interview um, between Amber Rose, and I can't remember what other gentleman was on there. But, um, you know, Amber Rose, she is very Venus. Um, She's a Libra sun. I want to say she's also Libra rising and an Aries moon in the seventh, I believe. I believe she is. Okay, I know. Virgos, don't fact check me and be like, well, actually. (laughs) Anyway, but Amber Rose, from what I remember, she's very Venus, but she's also about feminine independence. Um, And there was like someone she was interviewing with who was a masculine man and they were going over... Know, traditional male and female roles masculine and feminine roles and they were just really clashing and butting heads and it was kind of like a viral thing so we may see um, some some things go viral in that type of way as a result of this transit and yes honestly and truly in your own personal life if you have anyone who is the opposite energy as you you know the the other um polarity, if you will, then you actually may have some opposing interactions with one another extra this week. Now, what can the Venus and Mars square be good for? Well, it may be good for conversations that need to come up, uh, coming up, finally, because feminine energy is very passive. It's usually very passive on its own. But then the square to Mars, it's like, yo, listen, Um, I have something to say that I've been wanting to say and bring to your attention, sir. This is good for maybe standing up for yourself in any type of regard, you know, um, if that's something that's been brewing and that's totally necessary, of course, because Mars, he's in shadow, all right? He's in shadow and he's gonna go retrograde in the sign that he's in right now in, in, in Gemini. You do not want any type of conflict that you purposely brought about uh that is like unjust you know it's unfair you don't want any of that to result to like backfire on you when when mars is retrograde but of course if it's in like a civil venusian manner you know venus she rules libra which balances the scales okay she rules harmony um you know say what you need to push yourself forward in in a way that it's necessary however of course don't just go head on Just fighting with people. (laughs) Okay. It, It doesn't, that's not really going to, that's not really the way that Venus likes to fix things. But the Venus and Mars square, like I said, it'll bring up some much needed conversations. And also, also, if you are, like, if you have a little boo in your life, if you have some, you could have some more boo action because this is tension between the masculine and feminine. That can bring, um, you know, some good sparks, some good heat. You know what I mean? All right. So, what is this weather going to be like for each of your signs? Let's dive in. We'll start off with Aries, of course. Aries. So, what's going on this week? Um, the energies that are mainly present that are affecting you, well, they're affecting your seventh and first houses with the Mercury Jupiter opposition. Your sixth house heavily affected by the activity in Virgo, and then also your 12th and third houses. Let me explain. Let me explain. The Mercury Jupiter opposition between your first and seventh you know, it really is about relationships, relating to other people with uh, this transit happening for you. So it can be for you idealizing other people um, in some sort of way, or maybe you're dealing with them. Not being completely truthful or honest with you, perhaps you know, maybe there could be some miscommunications. It is Mercury and Jupiter retrograde um, between yourself and others that you need to clear up, that you need to make sure that the truth is spoken either way. Okay, also the Sun and Neptune opposition between your sixth and your 12th Aries people, please take care of yourselves this week. Okay, please take care of yourselves because Neptune can dissolve your vitality. It can weaken your immune system. And you (coughs) have, excuse me, you have it in the 12th house. And this is aspecting the sun in your sixth house of health and sickness. Okay. You don't want to end up like me. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to end up sounding all horrible like me, (laughs) you know, under an opposition to Neptune. So make sure you do what you can, you know, we're delivering this message to you in advance, um, to, boost your immunity, protect yourself. Okay. Um, And don't get too carried away with your, with your imagination um, this week, but this can be good energy for work purposes. If, especially if you do something creative, if you do something that is very meticulous and um, you know, like clerical or something like that, you can be in kind of la la land at work, you know, um, so you may have to check yourself on that. Now, Venus square Mars, this is from your third to your sixth houses. Okay, so there could be some tension and communication in your work environment um, if you are a working Aries. So you want to, you know, like I said, there could be some conversations that come up. They may be a little challenging, maybe a little difficult. But maybe there's some things that really needed to be said that have been hiding out for a little while. Either you or other people have been passive about, but they may be spoken about this week. Taurus, so for my fellow Taurians, what's going on? What's the weather like? Uh, how are you affected? Well, the Mercury and Jupiter opposition is from your sixth to your 12th houses. Then we have the Sun and Neptune from your fifth to your 11th, and the Venus square Mars, fifth to second. Okay, so you guys. Are another sign that are affected in your work environment with communication. So there can be some miscommunications about certain things if you are a working Taurus. If you do have the type of jobs where you have to be very on point with details and things like that, it may be a little difficult for you and you may get checked on it, you know? So you want to be aware of that, try to be alert, try to check over everything you know, dot all your I's, cross all your T's before you submit your work to make sure that um, there's no misunderstandings. There's no miskeying, no miss anything. Okay. Also take care of yourself. This is the opposition happening in your health houses. Your mental health and stability could be a little challenged this week. Your physical maybe too, especially with mercury being involved um, and Mercury is in your sixth house of illness and sickness. Um, and then Jupiter is in your, your 12th. So make sure that you take care of your health too, as far as like your, your lungs, you know, your breathing and stuff, which Mercury rules. Um, now the sun opposing Neptune from your fifth and 11th, this can present some challenges or miscommunications, um between yourself and friends this can maybe present some egotistical issues that come up disagreements that may come up misunderstandings that come up you know between yourself your friends maybe something to do with who you are and your identity do you identify yourself as an individual of a certain type or do you identify with a group that can be something that is a topic of conversation or that's like really on your mind. Um however, this is really good energy for creativity for you Taurus because you have the sun in your 5th, 5th house is creativity, it's creating things and then the 11th house is like being open-minded and unique and you know crazy cool ideas and stuff like that. So that sun and Neptune opposition can awaken your imagination there and really help you out with some arts or creativity that you need to apply to anything in your life, projects, work, even just personal hobby stuff, whatever. Now, the Venus square Mars of it all, from your fifth to your second house. Okay, so this can be some sort of mishap that can come up when it comes to second house's finances uh, The fifth house is children and romantic dating partners. Maybe there's some tension there. Maybe if any of you Tauruses are dating, maybe there's some, you know, miscommunication or, or misunderstanding about who's paying the bill or about your values when it comes to dating and someone not really respecting them. Or um, maybe if you have children, maybe your children may be demanding, <laughs> sorry, of some money from you. And you're like, oh, man, like, I got to come up with this money now. You know, there could be something tense that happens there between those two houses. Or maybe it's a creative project that you have and you have to end up, you know, spending some money that you didn't expect to spend in order to um, really get it out there. So there, there's just something between those two houses that uh, is popping off. you know. Um, Fear not though for any transit that may be a little negative because this too shall pass. That's why we let you know what the weather is. The weather doesn't stay the same every single day now, does it? So for Geminis, we have your 5th and 11th, your 4th houses, your 10th house, and your 1st house all affected this week. What does this mean? So the Mercury and Jupiter opposition, this is happening between your 5th and 11th houses. Right, So like your your, uh, buddies next door on the wheel, Tauruses, you guys may have something going on that has to do with being an individual versus being a part of a group, Um, identifying yourself as just me solo, I'm just me, versus I'm a part of a collective or a community or something like that. Um, Mercury and Jupiter opposition, there could be some misunderstandings to do with that. Uh, if you are a part of a network, a group, an organization that can even be your job can be an organization if you work for a large corporation or company, and you consider yourself to really be a part of it. Um, maybe there's some sort of you know the potential for miscommunication there, um the potential for idealism and not really looking before you leave and stuff like that. So you want to make sure you're on point with that area of your life um now the mercury Mercury, Jupiter from the fifth to eleventh this is also good for creativity this is good for imagination with projects and and things like that so um it's not all completely bad, but the retrograde action does make it a little a little a little iffy you know what I mean just a little bit uh the sun and Neptune opposition this is from your fourth to your tenth, so this is home and family versus your work, your, your career. This is your private self versus your well known self. Okay. Um, the sun and Neptune opposition. Now, the solar part of it is in your fourth house of kind of hiding out, you know. And then the Neptune part is up there in your 10th house of shining out in the world. So maybe there's just some things that are going on for you this week that make you kind of question how much of myself should I share with the world? So they see that I'm a magical being, <laughs> right, Gemini? Um, versus how much of it should I just keep under wraps, you know, and, and keep private for only those who I trust, who are in my shell, all right? This is the fourth house, which is like cancer. So you may go through something similar to that. Now, this can be some sort of issue with authority, uh, your own sense of authority, and, and um, asserting yourself as an authority figure within your, your home or your family um, that comes up. Now, once again, this is good for creativity. If you have to get creative around the home in any type of way, maybe redecorating or something like that, you know, <laughs> excuse me, I can see this um, being a good transit. Now, the Venus square Mars, this is from the fourth to the first. You guys have Mars in the first house for seven months, you guys, seven whole months. What are you gonna do? Oh my God. Anyway. We'll go over that another time. (laughs) But um, Venus square Mars from the four to the first. Yeah, this can be some tension between yourself and family. You asserting yourself. Once again, Mars energy, the sun energy is assertion as well. And maybe um, there's family that wants you to, there's Venus down there in your fourth house, which is beautiful. This is getting along with people in your family. You're in high demand for good reasons. However, the Venus square, Mars in the first, maybe you're go, 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 Tasmanian devil, Gemini. You know, you have a lot to do. You're over here, you're over there. And there's family members that are like, hey, Gemini, when are you going to slow down and like come chill with us? Whether that is immediate family, um, just your household, even if you only have pets in your house, they're your fourth house. So maybe they're like, oh, Gemini, where you been? You're out in the world over here, over there, over here, over there. What are you doing? Like, what about me? You may have family or loved ones close to you saying, what about me, Gemini? <laughs> so be prepared for that. Show them love. Let them know you're a busybody, but try to take some time though, Gemini, for those who love you. Okay. So for cancers, we have your fourth, 10th, third, ninth, and 12th houses affected this week. How is that? Well, we have the Mercury-Jupiter opposition popping between your fourth and 10th houses. Um, so I would say if you have to make any type of moves, like literal moves this week, Cancer, we have a new moon coming up in your fourth house in Libra in in, in a couple of weeks. So a lot of times when people experience a, a lunar event in their fourth house, they do end up getting an opportunity to move, actually, move residences or change change households some kind of way, right? But we have Mercury retrograde there (coughs) excuse me opposing Jupiter retrograde so there can be the chance of some sort of miscommunication misunderstanding when it comes to your living space um if you are trying to get a new living space I'm not saying to stop your life okay I'm not saying to become homeless cancer hell to the no (laughs) okay um and just say well I gotta wait until Mercury retro's over no ma'am no sir I'm saying be cautious, be aware that there are these two energies that rule the mind and they are retrograde and they are not having a great conversation with each other right now. And one is landing in your house of home, in the cancer house. Okay, So be careful if you sign any type of contracts or deals that have to do with moving, getting into a new place. All right. Now, um, this could be something to do with parental figures. Um, If you have parental figures or elders still around, uh, family members, you know, that you talk to. Um, be careful, be mindful of the miscommunications, misunderstandings with this as well. This can be great for maybe Mercury retro, there, reminiscing, um, you know, with family and thinking back to back in the day and idealizing like back in the day stuff and family history and all of that and having those type of conversations. It is good for. It. Now, the Sun and Neptune opposition between your third and your ninth. Um, definitely be careful driving. All right. Cause Neptune can literally blind you. Like you're not paying attention, you know, and you're just in la la land. Um, and this is in one of your houses that rules travel. Now the sun is in your third, which also rules travel short distance travel. So these two energies are uh, houses are opposing each other right now. Um, not the best time to travel, but if you do just take the proper precautions Make sure that all of your plans, your itinerary, everything is in order. And uh, make sure that you are, once again, alert when you're driving, even if you are cancer. Because I know a lot of cancers can be kind of worry wards when they drive, like, you know, like a granny up to the steering wheel, (laughs) no matter how old they are. Um, So you may be a very cautious driver, but there can still be others around you that are like, they have the little Smurfs theme song playing in the head La, 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 la. So, just make sure that you are, you know, taking it easy and and fully uh, observant. All right, let's just say that. Now, this is in the houses of the mind. Okay, so you know, you guys can also come up with some really brilliant ideas. Okay, creative ideas. Now we have Venus square Mars, and this is between your third and your twelfth houses. Hmm. So. Um, these houses both also will travel in some sort of way. So yeah, there can be some tension in regards to traveling or something like that. Um, the 12th house is the house of completion. It can be, <coughs> excuse me, memories and things like that. Um, you have Mars in the 12th wanting to help you to complete some cycles in your life. Maybe there's some old habits that you have to break you know venus can rule habits that you have comfort zones and then this is squaring mars in your 12th which is trying to bust through the door you know the doors of, of old stuff kicking all the old stuff out you know what i mean to prepare you for new beginnings um once mars goes into cancer next year so the v- the venus and mars square you know venus is in your third house of how you think maybe you're thinking more in ter- terms of like my comfort zone is this, and so I don't really want to change. And then Mars in the 12th is like, hell yeah, we need some change. Let's kick all this old stuff out of here, you know? So maybe it's more of a battle in-, in the mind for you this week. So, Leos, my Leos, what's good? So, this week's weather for you uh, the Mercury Jupiter opposition from your third to your ninth houses. This is. Uh, the houses of the mind, as I talked about with um, your buddies on the wheel, Cancer, uh, the Mercury Jupiter opposition. These planets both rule the mind, and these houses both rule the mind. You've got Mercury in your third and third house, and Mercury they rule pretty much the same thing. Ninth house and Jupiter they rule the, the type, of, same type of ways of thinking as well. So. You can have maybe like a battle of opinions or wits or something with other people around you. Just be careful. Once again, I hate to sound like a broken record, but fact check. Fact check, my ninjas, before you go shouting out, hey, well, this is what I think. This is what I believe. Because people may come back and be like, listen, Leo, did you even really read up on this before you started with your rah, rah, rah? (laughs) So... That can happen, or maybe you might be checking other people like that who are just voicing their opinions, you know, pretty loudly, and uh you're like, um, excuse me, but it says right here that you got this all wrong. <laughs> but also travel, yes, you need to be careful. All right, Leo, you need to be careful driving, traveling, even if you ride a scooter or a skateboard, okay? Be have a little extra caution this week with that opposition. Now, the sun and Neptune opposition from your second to your eighth, you are one of the number one signs, one of the top signs, shall I say, that has to um, have a little bit of an air of caution when it comes to your purchases this week, uh, especially purchases from other people. If there's no warranty, there's no guarantee, there's no you know, paper trail. Be mindful of those purchases, all right? Um, There can be, Neptune can cause losses, unfortunately. And the second house is earned wages as well as bills that you have. Um, That's the second house. Expenses that you have is second house. Maybe there's something unexpected that comes up that drains, Neptune could be a draining energy that may drain your bank account a little bit. So you want to be on your P's and Q's, okay? Okay. Make sure that you are on point, that you're checking your balance, you know, leading up to this date um, or to this week, that you're checking your balances, you're making sure that um, all bills and expenses are accounted for, you don't want any ugly surprises. Now, the Sun and Neptune opposition, (laughs) second to eighth, this can be creative ways to make money. You know, the eighth house, especially, is passive income. So, coming up with Some really creative ideas with making passive income or adding some creativity to your paycheck job. You know, the time clock that you stamp every day may be possible with this energy as well. Now, lastly, the Venus square Mars of it all from your second to your 11th houses. You guys need to be careful when it comes to purchasing things on the internet, purchasing things um, from friends or any type of financial deals with friends or acquaintances. Okay. Cause this is a square. This is tension. This is today. I got time. Cause you know, this is like not an energy to play with, with money and friends or, or, you know, acquaintances. Okay. Um, now this tension may cause some sort of conversations or thoughts or, or, you know, things to do with your value and how other people value you. The 11th house is the internet. Like, um, I know the first house is more like your appearance and how people see you. The tenth house is like your public image and stuff. But the second house is value. You know, maybe you can think about your 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 acquaintances or social media. Like, do these people really value me? You know, or or and what I'm seeing, what I'm following, and who I'm following online. Do they uh, match up with my values? Am I feeding myself a bunch of garbage every day that doesn't? agree with my values and who I am. So you might be taking a look at that with the Venus and Mars square. So for Virgo, we have your second, first, seventh and 10th houses and eighth houses lit up. Okay, what does this mean? So the Mercury-Jupiter opposition is between your second and eighth houses. So you guys are another sign, just like your brethren on the wheel, Leo, (laughs) Um, that have to be cautious when it comes to um, money, finances this week. Don't go over your head or overboard with purchases, with investments or anything like that. You may catch some errors that maybe you didn't even make that has to do with your time card. If you work a regular job, or maybe you did make an error on there or something. You can catch errors that have been made when it comes to your bills you know, um, balancing your, your bank accounts and your assets, your, um, uh, you know, investments and all of that stuff. Um, anything finance, you know, be a little more cautious this week that Mer- Mercury and Jupiter opposition that can have you spending like you are living like Beyonce or, or Jay-Z or somebody. And really <laughs> your salary does not include Beyonce and Jay-Z type of wages. All right so it can have you thinking and believing that which is great you know throwing money in the air like you just don't care and out the window wee <laughs> but then what's going to happen oh my god you hear my voice <laughs> anyway what's going to happen the next couple of weeks then you're going to be like whoopsie yeah you don't want that so definitely careful with the money and finances this week this is a good transit however for ideas financial ideas all right now also, sun opposing Neptune for you guys. This is hitting you directly, Virgo, because the sun is in your sign. <coughs> it's in your first house. So uh, Neptune opposing you from the seventh house of other people, especially dating. Virgos, you may want to sit this week out if you're trying to meet new people and date. Okay, I'm just saying, like, this is ultimate catfishing. You know, do you guys remember Wanda on a Living Color? I know I'm really old school. I'm an old soul Uh, how shit, how rock your world. Like you may meet somebody online or something, especially that's how humans do things nowadays. And you see some beautiful photos, some handsome photos, and you're like, Whoa, Hey, you think you've met the person of your dreams. Then you see them and they're like, what's good. What's really good. And you're like, oh no, who's the person? Where's the person in those lovely photos that I saw? Like, where'd they go? They don't exist. Yes, because Neptune can rule things that are non-existent, okay? People who are non-existent. So Neptune's in your seventh house. Don't get swindled, fooled, bamboozled in any type of way, not just with dating this week, Virgos. any type of way from other people, okay? Now, this can make you have a lot of empathy towards others. And vice versa. Um, this can help you to maybe gain empathy if you actually really need some help, which I know Virgos have a hard time asking for. Trust and believe. I know as a sixth house, Sun and Mars. Okay, hard time asking for help, but this may have you saying, buckling down and saying, you know what, I, I do need some help. You know, or maybe somebody. Reaches out to you in that way, Virgo, and maybe you're more than honored to help them out. But do not let anyone take advantage of you this week, okay? Next, Venus square Mars. This is from your first to your tenth. So, you guys, this can have something to do—excuse me—to do with your career, your public image, your title, but also, um, you know, your identity. This is Venus in your first house. Maybe you're really feeling yourself, but then there's Mars in the tenth how other people are seeing you. So maybe there's some sort of discrepancy there that happens this week, or maybe there's a tense conversation that you have, like an inner dialogue about who am I? I see myself as one way, but it seems that other people see me as another way. I don't understand. Like, this is frustrating to me. How can I meet a middle ground? Or maybe you find that with Mars in the 10th, maybe your elders, your... um bosses, your higher ups, authority figures, maybe they're seeing you in a certain light that you feel like is not um, fully you. And you're like, no, but I'm really this type of person. I'm really a good person, a nice person. Why are you guys? Because Mars in the 10th itself, that transit, it can cause sometimes some conflict with bosses and authority figures, maybe even parental figures. So maybe you have to plead your case, prove them wrong about something that they kind of um misunderstood about you and make them see you in a better light. So Libras this week, you guys have that Mercury and Jupiter opposition between your first and seventh houses. Ooh, okay. So this is double Libra realm, right? Because it's Mercury in Libra and your Libra, and then uh, Jupiter in your seventh house, the Libra house of your own chart, right? So this could be something to do with um Once again, some sort of misunderstanding, miscommunication between yourself and others in general with how they're viewing and seeing you. You know, the first house is the house of the first impression, right? That people get of you. And then the seventh house is others. Now, Jupiter is a very good influence to have in the seventh house. However, (coughs) like I said, he's retrograde. So he's not completely... At his best when it comes to delivering his usual gifts, you know. So you guys, um, especially while dating, meeting new people, anything like that, um, there can be some idealism potentially either way. Um, Some, well, hey, I thought you were this or I thought this was going on, you know, and I was so excited about it or about this person, but apparently not. Um, Don't end up disappointed Disappointed. Or disappointing other people. Make sure that there's nothing but truth spoken between yourself and others. Okay. Now, the so sun and Neptune opposition from your 12th to your sixth, you guys are another sign. Make sure you are taking good care of yourself. Um, Neptune and your sixth house of illness and health, that can dissolve your vitality. That can dissolve the boundaries between yourself and invasive bacteria and creatures, okay. And illnesses, um, it can weaken your immune system. And then we have the sun in your twelfth, which can do the same thing. So you guys may want to really make sure you're taking care of yourself. Your whatever precautions that you take, I'm not going to preach about them. Everybody does different things, okay? Um, make sure that you're taking them. Make sure that you're doing them extra. Um, you may feel a little under the weather, or if you're not under the weather, I really hope you guys don't get to that point. Maybe it's just. You feel more like being low key and not really talking to people as much or like you just want peace and quiet. You want Zen moments in your life a little more than the hustle and bustle of the sixth house, how it's usually going. Um, Now, this is a very intuitive, intuitive transit. The sun in the 12th by itself and opposing Neptune, Libra, you better pay attention to your dreams this week. Okay. Pay attention to those dreams. Pay attention to those uh, moments that you have of like visions and things like that. You can really, really communicate with the other side this week or receive some very clear messages. Now, Venus square Mars, this is from your 12th to your 9th. So we have Mars in your 9th house of beliefs and then Venus in your 12th house of also like beliefs and spirituality and in a way. So maybe there's some conflict going on, inner conflict. What do you really truly believe? You know, maybe you're experiencing a lot of synchronicities and psychic things with the sun and Neptune opposition um, happening in your 12th house, but maybe you're questioning it. Um, is this really real? Maybe you were raised with like a strict religion or some or other sort of strict beliefs that um, spoke against, you know, certain things that may be happening to you that you may be experiencing where you may be like, no, nah, that's not true. I don't I don't think that's why this is happening and you're questioning those things or maybe you're you're expressing them to other people who share that old you know belief system like a more stricter one with you and you're like yeah I'm experiencing this and I've been seeing this and I swear I saw this deity or something like that and they're like uh libra you know that's not real the only real true way of believing is such and such so maybe that is like I said an internal Conversation or an external one that may be happening, Um, but there can be after the tension maybe some beautiful realizations about your beliefs and you know maybe some really great spiritual messages that you receive. So Scorpios, my fellow Scorpions, hey, I'm a Scorpio rising. How's it going? How you doing? (laughs) Okay. So this week, what's going on for us, all right? So you have a Mercury and Jupiter opposition from the 12th to the 6th houses. OMG, fellow scorpions, take care of your health, all right? Take it from me. I sound like crap, okay? Because of such type of opposition. Take care of your health. Step up whatever you gotta do to boost your immunity, do it okay, do it in advance. We deliver we deliver this in advance for a reason, all right? So to be forear- forewarned is to be forearmed. So Mercury, Jupiter, opposition from the 6th to the 12th. Um, this can also maybe cause you to be in la la land if you work a regular schmegular job where you have to you know, be giving a lot of great details. You can easily overlook the details. You can go off into your imagination and daydream and wander mentally off somewhere else, um, which is not the most favorable if you are in that type of position in your life. However, if you have some sort of work or projects or something that you do that are creative, heck yeah, from the, the 12 to the 6, Mercury and Jupiter, your mind. Your mind can go to all kinds of, you know, beautiful places, um, coming up with some like brilliant ideas. Now, the sun opposing Neptune. This is from your eleventh to your fifth. So just like Taurus, your opposite homie on the wheel, you guys may be having some sort of confusion or challenges being brought to you by other people about who exactly are you, Scorpio. The fifth house is um, you as, a, as an individual, right? And the 11th house is you as a member of the collective or a collective of some sort, whether that's a group, a community, okay, um, a an organization, you know, you identify with this, that, or the other, that other people do, and you guys group each other in with each other, whatever that may be for you, there's an opposition there. Maybe there's a challenge. Maybe people are challenging you. Maybe you're thinking yourself, like, maybe you're having a Zoolander moment in the first Zoolander movie where he's looking in the spoon. Was it the spoon? Or he was like, or the mirror? And he's like, who am I? And his reflection, and his reflection says, I don't know. <laughs> Neptune can cause some confusion like that. So maybe you're having one of those moments of kind of disasso- disassociating with yourself in the mirror. Like, I don't know if anyone else does that. I'm a Pisces moon. We disassociate a lot. <laughs> and then we come back, like, whoa, wait, I'm a human. Like, what am I doing here? <laughs> so I don't know if you guys may have those moments, Scorpio, with this sun and Neptune opposition. But It's really, really awesome, dope energy for creativity. I know I keep saying that, but seriously though, Neptune is the ultimate creator, man. Um, And then you've got the sun in the fifth, the fifth house is creativity as well. Listen, and then the 11th house is the internet. If you guys have any type of projects that you need to put out there, um, whether it's the internet or on a stage, okay, anything like that where other people are going to see it, they're going to know you um, you can really come up with some super crazy stuff, you know, crazy in a good way. The energy will just flow this week. You guys, it's really good for that. Now the Venus square Mars from your 11th to your eighth, this is, you guys are another sign that you need to be careful when it comes to, um, dealings with money and the internet or money and groups of people, friends, acquaintances (laughs) and finances and financial ventures, joint financial ventures. There can be some tension there. If you have a joint financial venture with a friend, for example, maybe there could be you know some conversations that come up like, "Well, we're supposed to split the money this way, but it's not being done like that, so what's going on, and you guys may have to try to come to a middle ground about something of the sort, right um, the Venus square Mars from your eleventh to your eighth, yeah, this can be something to do with um, maybe friendship and a deep romance. Cause the eighth house can deal with having really deep connections with Scorpios. We know all about, don't we? Mm-mm-mm, it's our way of life. Um, so maybe a conversation because it's Venus and Mars, the planets of sexuality and attraction. If you have a homie lover friendship, you know, which is 11th house, something a little more open, like we're friends, but yet we're intimate, which is the eighth house. Maybe there's some tension there. Like what where what are we? What are we doing? Do we have a label? Do we need a label? You know, there could be some type of uh, discussions that come up in that regard. All right, for Sagittarius, the Mercury Mercury Jupiter opposition is happening between your fifth and eleventh houses. You can also be, you know, like some of your other friends on the wheel, be going through something to where people are questioning you, or you're questioning yourself of whether or not you belong within uh, your name being lost within a collective group of people or your name in lights and you have center stage and the spotlight on you alone. You know what I'm saying? So if that applies to you, this could be going on um, the Mercury Jupiter opposition with dating. Maybe there's something to do. There could be a miscommunication. If you have a dating situation um, that you don't know where you want it to go or the other person doesn't, there could be like, some confusion there. If you guys don't already have a title, um, 11th and fifth houses, the 11th house is, oh, you know, just acquaintances. It's very emotionally detached. The fifth house is around romance, you know, you guys are doing the damn thing. So maybe there is something that needs to be clearly communicated. There's some truth that needs to happen on either side. Okay. Now, the sun and Neptune opposition this is from your tenth and your between your tenth and fourth houses um the sun is in your tenth house of you being seen you being the authorita that needs to be respected okay, and your public image so if you are a public figure or you're you know got a big following online, whatever and also um your fourth house of privacy, so maybe there's something that comes up for you to where you question. How private do I wish to be or do I want to be? Who am I allowing to see certain sides of me? Um, How much of me is exposed out here or am I exposing out here versus some things that I should be keeping sacred between myself and the people that I'm comfortable with, that I consider family or otherwise comfortable with in my shell, in my, my inner circle. There could be some sort of challenges to your sense of authority. Uh, maybe there's family members that need you, that want your sympathy, your empathy, your time, and they can feel kind of draining because Neptune can feel draining. And you're like, I have work to do, you guys, you know, and you have to try to find some middle ground amongst this opposition. Now, the Venus square Mars, this is from your 10th to your 7th. I really just see you, Sags, this week. Like, you guys are probably doing, working on some projects. Working your your asses off, and then there's family members and people you're in relationships with that are kind of demanding of your time because that Venus square Mars from the tenth to the seventh, though, tenth house of career and and you know your your hardest work, and then your seventh house of of relationships like dating relationships, um, Mars is there, so that's already kind of shaking things up in that department. You know, if you have a boo of some sort. There could be, you know, uh, some conflicts that come up over the next seven months that have to be resolved. Fires that got to be put out, you know. Um, And then there's Venus, which rules love. But you're giving love to your career, to your work, to your putting yourself out there in the world. And it's causing tension with your relationships, okay? Or if you don't have a relationship, a committed one or anything, maybe it's just how other people are perceiving you. And how what you're putting out there in the world and how they're receiving you and perceiving you, maybe there's some conflict there. (coughs) Sorry, there could be some inner conflict that's going on within yourself with how to manage that. And then also the, the fourth house, yeah, you guys are really trying to figure some things out this week of who you're giving your time and energy to and how much of it and how much of yourself you're giving to the world. So Capricorn, this week, that Mercury-Jupiter opposition is between your 10th and 4th houses. So this has to do something between career and home life, public versus private, you know, something in those regards, right? So there could be mishaps, miscommunication, misunderstandings. Mercury and Jupiter are both retrograde, as we've been discussing. Jupiter is in your 4th house retrograde. Excuse me. So this is, may not be the best time for Capricorns to make like a huge move or anything either. Um, you may want to just really comb over those contracts, those leases, those agreements or whatever, multiple times if that's something that you guys have going on, okay? You're trying to get a new living space for your family, for example, and you're trying to take charge of that, you know, with Mercury in your tenth, um, Just make sure that everything is clear and truthful, with the agreements that you make for that purpose. Okay. Now this can be just family, family stuff that comes up. That's like, maybe you just have to clear some things up with each other, you know, something like that with that Mercury, Jupiter opposition. Um, the sun and Neptune opposition is between your ninth and third houses. That's houses of the mind, houses of communication. And that's exactly what Mercury and Jupiter rule themselves. So, you guys, your imaginations could be really flowing this week, which is super crazy dope. Like, you guys can really come up with some stuff, even if you're not an artist, you know, per se, or hey, even if you work in a super corporate y job where you gotta be suited and booted every day and go on that elevator to that that 29th floor in that building or anything like that. I'm sure there's still some sort of creativity that you have to apply to that type of a position. So maybe you can come up with some things, um, wherever it is that you need creativity in your life, the sun and Neptune opposition in these houses, your mind is really, those creative juices are flowing, man. It's crazy. You guys can also, because this is mental, but it's also intuitive. The, the Neptune energy is super intuitive. You guys can receive a lot of intuitive messages. Um, maybe your beliefs, your kind of, you know, trying to be open, or maybe there's some things that happen, uh, some experiences that you're going to have that cause you to think twice about if you have any rigidity, for example, towards spirituality or anything like that. Uh, maybe there's more of an open um, openness that may, you know happen with that sun and Neptune opposition. But you guys as well, be careful driving because those are travel houses too. Other people may not be paying attention, even if you are. Now, the Venus square Mars between the ninth and the sixth houses. So we've got um, Venus in your ninth house and Mars in the sixth. Uh, six houses work. <clears throat> Excuse me. Six houses work. Um, ninth house is vacation. So maybe some of you guys, I know, listen, I have Capricorns I'm related to. I have Cappies close to me all kinds of ways. You guys are not usually ones for vacations, but maybe there's something within your life that's telling you take a vacation right now or at least vacation time, right? Take some time off. And maybe you are fighting against that, that square, Venus and Mars square. Um, or maybe you do say, hey, you know what? I think I deserve some time off. I deserve a little break, but maybe it's kind of difficult to get it from your employer with Mars in the six. Mars can be conflicts, challenges, six houses your work environment so it's all about finding some sort of a balance between those two areas with that transit Aquarius the Mercury Jupiter opposition for you is affecting your ninth and third houses okay you guys I know I know I know you guys have to be careful driving too. be careful driving traveling all of that because Mercury and Jupiter will travel they're retrograde they're in your travel houses okay opposing each other I'm not saying stop your life, okay? I'm not saying to just stay put. Don't go anywhere at all. Don't enjoy yourself, Aquarius. But just be mindful. Be aware. Um, you know, prepare for... Make sure that your itineraries are straight. Everything's good to go. If there's any potential fiascos, you've already got your gear. You know what I mean? Whatever your gear might be. Um, now, this can be a very, very creative ideas, you know, coming up for you guys um, this week, thinking big, dreaming big. There's a lot of that energy present for all of us, but you, especially with your mental houses being affected. So come up with some super awesome ideas, jot them down, but maybe wait until this aspect clears to see if it's cool to execute any of them. Uh, Make sure you're checking the details of them later you know, and and that you are checking if you've got that parachute, so to speak, before any ideas are executed. Now we do have the sun opposing Neptune. This is from your eighth to your second houses. Just like your opposite friends on the wheel, Leo, you guys need to be careful when it comes to financial matters. There could be some mishaps, some missteps, some mistakes when it comes to Handling your bills, calculating your bills, your expenses, taking a look at your bank bank accounts or your investment accounts, miscalculating things. Um, your employer, if you have an employer, or whoever is paying you for whatever. Um, if other people pay you, there could be something missing, and uh, on either side, you know, like maybe you're missing information so they could pay you properly, or vice versa, they skipped a step. They you know, miss some hours that you clocked in and you're like, excuse me. So there could be something in regards to money that there can easily be mishaps. And second house is also your possessions. You guys be careful with your possessions this week. Like, don't be dropping your keys, your debit card, your glasses. Oh my gosh. Neptunians, we're so notoriously known for that. (laughs) Losing our keys and our glasses and our Cards and all this stuff, um especially under Neptune transits, and now you guys are gonna fall under this transit, and your money and possession houses, yeah, just keep a good grip on your your teens this week, Aquarius, okay, but creative ideas for making money, yes, they can come up your more imaginative energy to dream up some um really awesome uh ways of making either passive income or. You know, maybe some ways to improve the actual work that you do for a uh, punching a clock, regular schmegular job. Then we have Venus square Mars from your eighth to your fifth. Ooh, Aquarius. Do I hear lovers quarrels? Do I hear possible lovers quarrels for you guys, Aquarians? Um, The eighth house is passionate. It's intimacy. It's your deep soul bonds with people. Um, Excuse me. You've got Venus in there, right? You got Mars in the 5th, which is also very passionate. 5th house is dating, romance. Um, I would say you guys, <laughs> this may not be the worst transit for you. You guys may get the best of it because of the Venus and Mars, they they rule sexuality and, you know, connection, physical connection and all of that. And the tension is happening in these Physically romantic houses, like you guys may just be out on the prowl a little bit, Aquarius, this week. Okay, a little bit more than usual. Um, but yeah, there can be some questions that come up. Of you know, what are we? Do we have a title? You know, like stuff like that can come up if you are just casually dating. There can be some um, some tension you know, so I'm like, Hey, well, what is this? Like, we've been spending this type of time together. What is this really? What's what's really going on? So those conversations may come up for you guys. All right. Last but not least, Pisces, my fellow fishies. I'm a Pisces moon, you guys. Woo, woo, okay. So Mercury and Jupiter opposition from your eighth to your second money. You guys are another sign. Be mindful of your monies this week, okay? You can come up with some sick ideas for making money, generating money, however way that you want to. Um, Make sure that you, same advice that I gave some of the other signs, jot the ideas down. It may not be the best time to execute them under these energies being retrograde, okay? But um, also, yes, be mindful of your spending, of your, you know, your accounts, um, your accounting skills. Okay. And also of your earnings, your bills, you know, all of those things there could be, you just kind of, well, I thought I only owed this and then, Oh, I actually owed this. Like you skipped a step in your multiplication or, or subtraction, you know, or, um, (coughs) excuse me, this energy can show maybe like a bill that you had forgotten about, like, for example, you know, when you go to the doctors and you think all you have is your copay and, oh, my insurance covers this. And you're like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. And then, like, here's like a month later, two months later, a bill for this person kind of just poked your arm a little bit. This person, like, spoke two words for you. That's $200. You're like, what the? Yeah. So, some stuff like that may come up when your money houses are challenged by retrograde planets. Um, Again, not the best time to execute new ideas, but definitely allow yourself to have them and write them down now, the sun opposing Neptune, you guys, just like your opposite booze on the wheel, Virgos, you guys need to be careful when it comes to idealizing others this week. um Neptune is in your first house, you know the sun is in your seventh, but they're having a conversation with each other that's not very cute they they're just like you know, not quite understanding each other or trying to get to an understanding with one another. So maybe there could be something to do with who you feel like you are. And maybe someone thought that you were something else or vice versa. And you guys have to help each other gain some clarity on it. Or maybe you could be dating and then you thought you had this handsome, suave gentleman or this gorgeous mermaid, beautiful lady. And then you see that you brought a wildebeest home. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh my God, when did this happen? I thought you were Or online, your photos were this and that. And then now it's the daylight. The next day I turn on the light. Like, who are you? <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys know I joke around a lot. But anyway, <clears throat> people may not be who they seem. People may pull on your heartstrings for your empathy, your good old Pisces empathy. Um, this week, make sure that they are not manipulating you, and you gotta you gotta make sure you're not manipulating other people either. But if you need the empathy of others for any very important reason in your life, you could gain it through this energy. Don't take advantage. Don't let other people take advantage of yours either. All right, Venus Square Mars from your seventh to your fourth houses. Mars in the fourth, this is already for seven months. You may have a little back and forth with your family members, you know, the people in your personal life that you're very close to. Um, And then Venus is in your seventh house in Virgo and it's squaring Mars in your fourth. Maybe some of you guys can have situations to where um, if you do have like a little boo situation, you know, and you have family also, maybe there are, uh, (coughs) excuse me, kind of competing for your time, Um you're you're like spending a lot of time with your um relationship partner or out there dating or whatever, and your family's like, excuse us, Pisces, what about us? Or vice versa. You know, there's some sort of tension there, or maybe you just want to be a homebody. Mars in the fourth, maybe you're just about chilling, but you know, other people or your your romantic interests that you're dating, they want to pull you out of that comfort zone, out of that shell of that fourth house. And you're like, ah, I don't really feel like it. You know, I, I I really just want to kick back. So there is some, you know, some heat there. Um, maybe some fires that need to be doused out, some things that need to be figured out of how to balance out your time with the people that are important to you, Pisces. All right, that is it, everybody, for the weekly forecast for September 11th through the 17th of 2022. Once again, I am April, aka your cosmic homegirl. Thank you so, so much for joining me here in place of the lovely, the legendary Nadia Shah. You guys better, you guys better give Nadia her roses, her flowers, her everything. She puts people on. She looks out for the rest of us. Who are doing the same thing in astrology and, uh, you know, anywhere in divination and spirituality? She puts us on. She's awesome. But thank you guys again. If you're interested in any more from me, you can check me out on Instagram at Cosmic Homegirl, on YouTube, Cosmic Homegirl, Patreon, Cosmic Homegirl, and my website, IndigoMoonAstrology.com. I will be offering readings again very soon personal readings also i will be having 2023 yearly horoscopes coming up for purchase very soon so look out for those on any of my outlets and much love to all you guys take care peace
0: welcome to the exciting rebirth of superstar featuring choose your membership rate as low as just three dollars a month at superstar you get expanded exclusive video scopes each and every week unlimited access to special horoscopes class passes for synchronicity university consultations with me and so much more all of this in the superstar space i look forward to meeting you there